0: Hey, what's up, Black Hollywood Live? Welcome to the Red Table Talk After Show. On this episode, we're discussing unconventional relationships. Polyamory, what is it? Is it for you? Find out. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now.
0: Hey, hey. Uh. Hey, what's up, (laughs) y'all? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live, the after show for the Red Table Talk. You know, on today's show, we're going to talk about polyamory and unconventional relationships. But before we even get into all of that, i got to intro my co-host.
1: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Thank you. What's up, Tyler? What's up, Tyler? Listen, I don't think
0: I've ever (laughs) been on a show with another Tyler, so high five. High five to that, yes. Tyler's rule.
1: Tyler's do rule. So
0: on today's episode, you know... Adrian, Jada, and Willow, they didn't waste any time jumping into the subject of polyamory. And they literally go there, like, immediately. Yeah. So what are your overall thoughts of the entire episode?
1: I was well informed okay that's for sure I learned a lot I was with Gammy a lot of this uh, episode I felt like I had my own preconceived notions mm-hmm. of what it was before watching it and then by the end of it I had a whole new mindset okay w- what I love about it. you
0: listen so I it's one of those things where I had heard of polyamory before, but I wasn't quite sure exactly, so I feel like I was Jada. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure exactly what it was, um, but I learned a lot in this episode. So I feel like my stance is pretty much the same because I'm pretty open on things. But yes. Yeah, overall, I, I just think it was a dope episode. Me too. So let's jump into these topics, y'all. The okay. first thing is polyamory. What is it? So they broke it literally at the top of the show. If you remember, they broke it down verbatim what polyamory is. And basically, polyamory is being in in a committed relationship with three or more individuals. Yes. I mean, right off the bat, just on that, before you watched this episode, was this something that you were like, oh, yeah, I definitely subscribe to this type of life? Or were you like, you know what? Nah.
1: <laughs> well, I knew it wasn't for me as far as far as what I knew before watching this episode, I knew it wasn't for me after watching the episode, I still don't think it's for me, but you know never say never, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it is interesting, though. And polyamory, like she was explaining in the beginning, is different from polygamy, which I think, like she was saying, people get them confused. Yes.
0: You think it's like the crazy part. Well, let me not call anybody crazy. You yeah. think it's the weird situation <laughs> or situation you might agree with where, like, more than one person has multiple wives. It's not that. No,
1: no, no. Yeah. It's not that. It's It's an open relationship, but everyone is on the same page. Exactly. And everyone has their own separate connection to each other, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. And that's where I was like, you know, that's, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So what I appreciated the most about this episode is that they not only broke down what polyamory is, but then they told you what it wasn't so that you weren't confused. Like you yeah. said, they they made sure that you knew that it was not polygamy. Mm-hmm. It's also not swinging, whereas swinging is a couple deciding that they're just going to have multiple sexual partners. Like it's neither of those things. Right. Like this literally is a couple deciding that we're both going to be in a relationship with someone else. Yes. So when they invited uh, the couple, well, the, the thruple the well, by <laughs> yes. the way, they define that, which is three of three people in a relationship. There's also a quadruple, which is four. I mean, you get it. Yes. Um, When they brought them on, they introduced themselves as Thomas, and then Kathy, his wife, and then Nicole, his girlfriend. And then Kathy said, and that's my girlfriend also. So...
1: Ooh, yeah, um, <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot, but they seem like they just flow, yeah, really well together. Mm. And I thought it was interesting that um, Thomas and Kathy have been married for like eight years, and Nicole was kind of new to the whole thing, but she had been with a couple in the past, so she knew how it how it right. all works, but. Um, Kathy was talking about how she has her own relationship with Nicole as women and then there's Thomas who she has a relationship you know with a man and they're two different things and Mm -hmm. you think about it because if you have guy friends and girlfriends they they help you in different ways mm-hmm. and that's why i was like you know what wow
0: so in that one situation not to because i am not inserting myself into this because i don't know how much information i want <laughs> y'all to know about me but um just to insert myself slightly into yeah. that situation the only thing that would be a problem for me is the whole this one is the wife this one is the girlfriend because if i'm in the because clearly I would never be the girlfriend. But if I'm the boyfriend Mm -hmm. on the side, I'm never going to be the husband. That will bother me. That will bother my self-esteem. That will bother, like, that's the only thing really. I mean, there's some other stuff, but that's the big part of it that would kind of prevent me from going down that road too far.
1: Yeah. And I guess that's where the communication comes in and and where everyone has to be on the same page because, like, you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with just being the girlfriend and that's it. I don't know if I'd be okay with that either, honestly.
0: Yeah, let me tell you something. I cannot. I'm not second. I have to be. I have to be number, <laughs> number one. If I'm five. not number one, I can't do it. But yes. okay, so Willow, going into our second topic, yes. Willow brought up a great point, um, talking about the difference between monogamy and, and um, I almost said polygamy and polyamory, mm-hmm. and that is, she feels like monogamy, especially marriage, is is kind of likened unto ownership people feel like this is, and we even say, this is my girlfriend, my wife, my indicates you belong to me. Yes. Um, and then she even gave some history, which I thought was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, which she talked about back in the day, married, you, kn- you didn't marry for love. Mm-hmm. You married for um, opportunity, for uh, comfort. Yes. Those are the things, and there are plenty of people that do that today, and we look at them as gold diggers and trifling and all of that, but that was essentially the way marriage was set up. And so Willow just feels like I want to be in a in a situation where I'm free to decide every aspect of it, and so I when she broke it down like I had never thought about marriage as ownership, but when she said it like that, I was like, you know,
1: that's just kind of Girl, you, you
0: better know, be dope. you right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you better read. You can tell she read a You better love.
0: read. Yes, you better read a book or two. Come on, some <laughs> she, pamphlets. Yeah, Come on, and some
1: pamphlets. She was teaching us all, and she is 18 years old. She's young, but she knows. She knows some stuff, and that's true. I never thought about it like that. She actually described it as uh, marriage being moneta- a monetary exchange. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it all comes back to money, but. I don't think that most people see it that way. I think they think of it as just having this person to themselves and they don't want to share that person, Mm -hmm. but they kept going back to sex in this conversation. I think it always comes back to sex somehow.
0: Oh, and we're going to go there on this show. Oh, don't you worry. It's coming. It's coming. Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) But it's, uh, not wanting to share someone sexually is what I feel like people have a really big issue with Mm -hmm. is the whole sex thing. But yeah, you got to be okay with it if you're going to be in the... A... Well, actually, no, because not everyone in polyamorous relationships are sexual. Right. And that's,
0: and they, they touched on that also. Um, Jada um, Willow, she said that most of the time when people hear that she is interested in this or they meet someone that is in that type of relationship, they automatically go to, oh, this is a sexual situation. And she said most of the time it's not. And Jada... Well, I'll tell you what because. One of the things I'm going to teach y'all, Jada, she, I feel like she was really open in this episode. She talked about whether or not she and Will have been in this type of relationship. If she could ever be in this type of relationship, has there ever been history of a threesome? All of that, Jada talks about, but I'm going to tell you about it later because I need y'all to stick around to the end of this video. Please. Um But they did talk about that it's not about a sexual thing. Sometimes it's literally just the emotional connection that you have with someone.
1: Yeah. I just,
0: I don't as open as I am with my thinking I already kind of I don't have an issue with marriage but I do say if that day comes and I do get married I don't think that I would want to involve other people me not either. like that me neither
1: and I was thinking while while I was watching this episode was okay if I'm if I have a husband what would be the difference between having a girlfriend on the side and then just having my best friend there as my emotional Mm. being and my emotional support? Because why does she have to be my girlfriend as well, sharing my husband with me?
0: Well, I think because in my mind, like I said, I have no experience. (laughs) I feel like I need to preface that every time because I speak so matter-of-fact as if I just have all the experience in the world. But um, I think what it is is that you just... You want the freedom to do whatever. So, like, your best friend, I'm assuming, your best friend isn't cuddling with you at night. You know, you and your best friend probably won't share, even if it's not, like, a whole sexual experience, y'all won't share a kiss. Right. Um, but in this type of situation, y'all could, if that's how you felt. And yeah. I think what Willow was saying is that she just wants and appreciates the freedom to venture off into that world.
1: Yeah. That's
0: that's the best I can I can kind of make of it.
1: Makes sense.
0: Um. There's something I want to touch back on, Uh so I'll come back to the marriage and ownership thing a little bit later on in the show. But moving on, another thing that really kind of, it didn't spark interest, but it it affirmed something that I already thought, and it was uh, when Adrienne, which is Jada's mother, Mm -hmm. she asked, can you be in love with more than one person? And the dope part, I love how open they are in this show. We do, they're so
1: open, I love it.
0: Adrian even said, you know, when she gave her answer... Well, first, I'm going to ask you. Do you think you can be in love with two people? And she even said at the same time.
1: At the same time. Um... I guess it's possible. It's possible. But... Like, for example, if someone's in a monogamous relationship and they're in love with that person, but they're also in love with someone else, that just would mean they're not acting on that love. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess someone could be in love with two people.
0: So I I believe that you can like without question, you can be in love with two people at the same time, I believe there are a bazillion people on this fa- on the face of this earth. So I do believe that you have more than one soulmate. It's just all about timing and mm-hmm. if you connect with that person. Um so when she asked that, uh she used Will and Jada as an example. Mm-hmm. Because as all of you know that follow Will and Jada, and I think we all follow them because we love them. Um Will had a whole family before he met Jada. And when Jada came along, you know, that family ended, you know, I don't think he cheated on her with Jade or anything, but that family technically ended, but they were still very much so a part of their life. Like, you see his oldest son, Trey, you see his mom, Cherie, at family picnics, mm-hmm. at all of these different events. Like, they are just as Im- as important a part of his life and his family as Will, uh, Willow, Jaden, and Jada. Yes. Um, so I thought it was dope that she even brought that up right then and there. So what do you think about that? Because... Those of us, like, when you get to a certain age, like, once, once you really get, like, 25 and up, the likelihood of you dating someone that has kids... Yeah. I mean, essentially, you're kind of going in that lane, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that the term... Thruple is fairly new, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's been going on for a really long time. Like you said, people have always dated other people who've had kids, and you've had to be in some sort of relationship with that child's mom or their Absolutely. or their father, so her referring to her Thruple with Cherie, that was a perfect example, because it's not sexual. It's just, there is some sort of emotional relationship there, and I'm sure she can count on her for a lot of things, so... Yeah, it's it's possible to have a non-sexual throuple for sure. Well, I mean,
0: I think what they call it in some circles, they call it the blended family when they're trying Ooh. to sound all sophisticated That's and nice. educated, and you know, it's the blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, like you said, it's a throuple. Yeah, it's a non-sexual throuple, but a throuple nonetheless. Um, so I I just ask because we we make a big deal. Well, people tend to make a big deal about this, and it's like, but if you think about it. You know, Fantasia did a whole song, "Baby Mama." Yeah. How many t- How many R and B, hip hop, I mean, country, whatever songs do we sing about? Yeah, my my wife and I didn't make it. Now I got my girl, and like you, everybody has to bridge that gap. Yeah, for the betterment of the child. So I mean, it's, it's been going on forever. It's just a new name.
1: It is a new name, and I don't know if maybe a throuple in that situation is, uh, too baby mothers who get along well because like say they didn't get along and mm-hmm. they didn't talk mm-hmm. that would not be a throuple that would not <laughs> yeah that would just be drama <laughs> but
0: <laughs> that is what we call baby mama drama yeah. exactly yes.
1: absolutely
0: yes. <laughs> You're absolutely. So, right. these 90 times yeah. are making a comeback they
1: are yeah. they're coming back but yes um, I love that she brought that up I was going to bring up something else oh this is just a side note I thought that it was really Interesting and amazing that Jada mentioned that it's okay if Willow decides to go that route. Mm -hmm. We love them because they're so supportive. Oh, yes. And uh, I expect nothing. Yes, I knew she was going to say that some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, so this is the thing that I love, not just about this show, but about the family. Because, I mean, you can't talk about the show without talking about the family. Because, I mean, it's the grandmother, the mother, and the daughter. Like, it's about the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that they're just so open. They have always been open. Jaden, at one point, remember, was wearing, like, skirts. And mm-hmm. people were in a whole uproar on the fact that he was wearing, you know, tights under a skirt. And Willow has, almost since the beginning, I mean, she's only 18, but she's been in our lives since she was, like, four or five. Um, But ever since she really kind of evolved into identifying her sexuality, she's always said, I'm yes. bisexual or, you know, I prefer a man and a woman. So, And they aren't bath- bashing her. They're not, like, making her feel—either one of them. No. They are, they have made public statements in that we allow our children— to do whatever they want. Now, the public has said some things, but they're like, I don't care what you say. Right. This is what my child wants. And I love the openness of this conversation that they have at this red table.
1: Me too. And with Gammy at the red table, she was very... The OG
0: (laughs) of the group. She's like everybody's grandma. She might not look like everybody's grandma. But she's letting y'all know. This ain't for me.
1: <laughs> this is not for me. And she made it clear that she didn't understand it and she asked questions. And I love that they were patient with letting her just kind of like feel her slowly, own way. Yeah. yeah. Like just slowly start to understand. And she did. She came around at the end and understood more.
0: So uh, one of the things that I want to uh, mention uh, was divorce. So don't let me forget the okay. divorce. But the thing that I think is most important about this particular episode and I wish the entire country could see it because if What happened with Gammy is exactly what every racist person, every person that's like on the extreme side of any political spectrum, whether you're Democrat or Republican, if you're on the extreme of either side and you're unwilling to listen to, learn from others, Mm -hmm. this conversation was a perfect example of how this can happen in a civilized, educated nice American way and you can walk away from it still maybe disagreeing but being like, you know what, I understand a little bit more. So I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to treat you like crap. I'm not going to be prejudiced towards you. It's it's still not for me but I, underst- I understand why it's for you.
1: Yes. And
0: I wish, pe- I wish everyone would just watch this just for that one lesson.
1: Yeah. I wish they would too and there's not to say that there's not enough videos in the world and movies in the world that people can watch to understand but I think it's just taking a second And like taking yourself out of the equation and just putting yourself in someone else's shoes and listening without judgment. I think that's the key. She didn't have judgment, she just kind of sat there and listened to what they had to say and then kind of just let her mind, you know, go there. Yeah. You so, have to
0: talk less. Listen yeah. more, talk less. That's a line That's in Hamilton. That's a line I didn't make that up. Bravo. That's in Hamilton. So <laughs> I, I wish I could take credit for that, but I can't.
1: That was good. Uh, so what I was going
0: to say about divorce, yeah. um, and one of the things that both Jada and Willow also talked about with going into this polyamory route uh, mm-hmm. is the fact that the, the divorce rate is so high. And so maybe the g- generation right before us did things the, con- the conventional way, but the generation after, generations after... We were all just kind of like, yeah, this this doesn't seem like it works. So I feel like the younger, especially millennials and younger, are definitely more open to this idea of open relationships, open marriages, polyamory, like whatever because it's like what's the point in putting myself in this situation where I'm where I'm committed allegedly committed locked Mm -hmm. into this marriage with this one person and to me it's like you can't do this you can't do this you can't 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 when you have all of these can'ts what happens eventually eventually you get to a point where you get tired of people telling you no you can't do something and you do it and then here we are with the divorce rate
1: it's true it is true but do you think that the rise in polyamorous relationships has come with social media and there being this like endless supply (laughs) of options
0: yes oh yes oh (laughs) absolutely i think that uh, social media is a beautiful thing i mean listen look at after but look at all of us here Mm -hmm. um but the downside to social media is twofold one everyone has a platform everyone now feels like Regardless of my experience, regardless of my education, regardless of anything, I have the right to say anything Mm -hmm. about anything and it can be racist, it can be whatever, it can be harmful, it can be unpatriotic, it can be, but I have the right to say it and they do. So that's one of the downfalls. And then also with this whole dating thing, um, I've always felt like the more you're exposed to more people, the more likely you are to find people that excite you. So, we're back in the day, you know, taking it back to the 90s where we were kids, um... You know, you might have had like a chat line, like you could call Mm -hmm. or, you know, you went on dates with groups or something, but that was the extent there was no social media. You weren't able to connect with someone in London and Paris and wherever, have models at your fingertips, have the guy that you've always been crushing on at your fingertips, sliding in your DMs. Like there's just so many options.
1: So many.
0: And then you add in Tinder and all these others where you can just swipe left if you like. Like it's just too easy now.
1: (laughs) It is too easy. And I want to play devil's advocate, um, but when it comes to a polyamorous relationship, could someone argue that you just... Because you are open to having that other person on the side, maybe you're just not ready to commit to one person. Like, maybe this Hmm. is just a phase. Hmm.
0: That's possible. Listen, there are so many possibilities, because another possibility to this is if you are at a point where you're able to engage in any type of relationship whether sexual emotional what have you with someone outside of your marriage and that person excites you more than the husband or the wife or whatever then really maybe it's that that's not who you're supposed to be married to right so there's an argument for that too but then there's also an argument that says no maybe they are supposed to be married to that person it's just that that person doesn't fulfill every single thing and doesn't have to,
1: yeah and they they did bring that up about um, having someone because having someone else because they both fulfill two different needs, mm-hmm. whether it be emotional. Or mental uh stability, sexual whatever it is. So yeah, there's so many different reasons why.
0: The only thing about this episode that kinda made a look like I'm always y'all will learn I am always good for a red flag. I pay attention to everything. <laughs> and for me, in order for me to then make a decision that like, oh well this is this or there have to be a whole bunch of things checked off of a list. So one of the things that were checked off of this list that kind of made me give the couple a little bit of a side eye was the fact that Kathy and um Thomas, they had been together for eight years, married for five, Mm -hmm. and somewhere along, but they had only been with this girlfriend for nine months. So that means that they didn't go into this thing saying we're going to be polyamorous and this is just who we are as people. They evolved to this state. So, my question is well, what happened along the way? What happened along the way where y'all were like, you know what, this monogamy thing isn't really working? Like, and they, I mean, they kind of addressed it and said that that wasn't the case, but. To me, the facts say otherwise. So yeah. that's the only thing that's kind of making it go.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. And for them to... they, I remember them saying that they started off, when they got married, they were monogamous. Like, nobody knew that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they were only monog- monogamous for a year before they started having other partners. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's, it's strange. You know, what happened between... The marriage and then within that year that made you feel like, oh, now I'm open to have someone else. But
0: then they also said that um, one of the things that made them realize that that might have been something they needed to explore was that they would get excited when the other would get hit on by anyone. And so I'm going to ask you, does that excite you if your guy is getting hit on by Someone else and I, I'll let you think for a minute because okay. I just dropped this yeah, on you. Just you. I just dropped the it.
1: bomb on top of yes.
0: I'm gonna say for me, <laughs> I d- I definitely enjoy it. Um, okay, but to a certain extent though, like I think every guy, if you walk in with a girl on your arm, yes, you want your guys' friends to be like, yeah, he did it on this one, like, yeah. yay, she's <laughs> she's fly. It. And then you want yeah. your friends that are girls to be like, you know what, I really want to hate her, but I can't. Like she's just <laughs> dope. Like you do enjoy that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: I have a friend and she's going to kill me. I'm not going to say your name. Okay. But she and her husband have been married for a while. It, She hates that her husband gets hit on all the time. And it's not just by, now he's not, of course, he's not gay or anything, but he gets hit on by women. But then there, you know, in 2019, you can't make any assumptions. No. So it's no longer, oh, well, you look like this, you talk like this, so you must be. So th- he does get hit on by guys. Not that he, you know, quote unquote, acts or looks gay. Yeah. It's just the nature that we're in. But not she. She hates. She both. hates it. She hates it.
1: Well, uh, I I'm with you. I think I like it to a certain extent. Obviously, there's a line there, you know, that you just don't want anybody to cross. But I think it goes back to security and confidence, like. Whoever you're with, I'm sure you're secure with that relationship. And you know that it's a compliment. I mean, that just means your girl is is beautiful. And for me, it means my guy's beautiful, whatever. But for some people, I think they feel threatened. And maybe that's why she feels that way. But, yeah, they did mention that. They yeah. get uh, excited. I would to say excited. I don't think excited is the word I would use for that. I feel flattered.
0: Flattered. Flattered. A, is it. A I think word. that's the word. Flattered yes. is the word. Yes. Well, listen, um, the last topic was is polyamory all about sex? I think we already talked about that. So mm-hmm. I want to jump into some of these special segments. Special
1: segments. Segments. Okay, let's do this. So first, we're going to do Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So if this is your first time with us this beautiful Monday, we do this segment called Mr. and Mrs. Smith where we just kind of enlighten you guys on everything news having to do with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the yes. Smith family. So this week... I'm gonna be um, talking about Willow's release. She just released a self-titled album. Yes. Okay. Called Willow. You okay. can see her her album co- cover there. Love it. Uh, this is her third album. She's been making music ever since 2010 with Whit. My hand. I
0: remember that's when I learned. Yeah. I put my hair
1: back. In my hand. <laughs> right. Listen, we I, love that's, that's in my album. that's in this
0: phone right now. <laughs> just saying.
1: You got to have it in there. And she's kind of been growing with all of us as she's gotten older. She says that this new album is the closest to her. It reflects her the most out of all of her albums. It was released uh, about a week and a half ago, July okay. 19th. So if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and check that Not out. That, yeah, Very good. Very, very good. Next, uh, Will Smith is going to be bringing us a new movie. And as you guys know, Will Smith is an amazing actor. This new movie is called Gemini Man. It'll be in theaters October 11th in 2D and 3D. Okay. The, the trailer looks great. Does it? The trailer looks Because you know great. Will
0: is on this quest for this Oscar and I support it. <laughs> he should have had an Oscar a long time ago. So I hope this is a great movie.
1: Yes. That's so true. He hasn't had one. He
0: doesn't have one.
1: Wow. Yeah, name your favorite Will Smith movie.
0: Oh, I Am Legend really I Am Legend is still my favorite movie I Am Legend and I Ro- Robot are like neck and neck for me but I think I Am Legend is the one yeah. and it's because of the dog
1: <laughs> the dog sold you. I
0: love it listen I love dogs
1: me too I would say my favorite is Pursuit of Happiness I haven't seen it it
0: out. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry.
1: It's so good. Next time you have a chance, you should watch it. Um, And then our last piece of news, Jaden and Justin Bieber were caught filming a music video together uh, a few days ago in North Hollywood. Mm. Nobody knows what this music video is, what song it's for, but Jaden did tweet out saying that this new music video I'm about to drop will show you all how I really Feel? How do you feel about this collaboration?
0: Well, I, I don't know how I feel about the collaboration, <laughs> but but I absolutely love Jaden Smith. I love this fa- I keep telling y'all I love this family. I love Jaden. He's unapolog- I love anyone that's unapologetically them, whether Same. I agree with anything they do or not. I love anybody that can just be themselves, and I just think Jaden is the epitome of that. He didn't have to grow into it. He has just always been who he is, and I just think that is so freaking dope. So mm-hmm. I love Jaden Smith.
1: I agree with you. I agree. He's Iconic is Smith.
0: still a banger also, by the way.
1: Yes. He's an amazing artist, and he's so young. He's going to grow up and be even more amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, and I think it's cool to, to team up with the Beebs. I mean... I mean, we'll see what happens. Why
1: not? Yeah. They've been friends for a really long time, so this will be interesting. All right, I'm all for it. Stay tuned for that. Our last segment is Real Talk. And in Real Talk, it'll always be different. Um, but this time we're going to play a game. Okay. So I'm going to give you a term and these terms are used in the polyamorous community. Oh, Lord. Okay. So <laughs> some of them are a little bit more obvious than others, but I want you to tell me what you think they mean.
0: <sighs> Don't judge me by my <laughs> answers.
1: No judgment.
0: Okay. This is a judgment free zone.
1: Yes, it is. Okay. For the first one, what do you think ethical non monogamy means?
0: Ethical non monogamy monogamy break um, it so, down so non-monogamy obviously means that you're not in a relationship with one person you're not committed to one person so ethical non-monogamy to me would mean that maybe it's non-sexual and it's just um, I'm it's what I would call talking to if I'm talking to someone and I'm ex- semi-exclusively talking to like we haven't made it official we're not having sex but it's just me and you
1: okay that's a good that's a good guess, and it makes sense but that's not it that's all I got Good try
0: and where's the buzzer where's that
1: so the answer is uh, ethical non-monogamy is the practice of engaging in multiple sexual and or romantic.
0: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> there's nothing ethical about this but go ahead
1: um and or romantic relationships simultaneously with the consent and knowledge of all parties
0: so it's being in a relationship and basically telling my significant other i'm going to have sex with this person and then going and doing it
1: it's uh basically everybody is on the same page so non-monogamy, you're right. It's not being with one person. It's multiple people. Ethical, you kind of think of it as doing the right thing. So mm-hmm. we're, all, we're all in oh, the know. We're no. just all
0: open and honest about everything that we're doing.
1: Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha, yes. gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So
1: you almost, you almost
0: have it. Uh, not but, really. I was no. on the other side of the I street. <laughs> I got you.
1: But the opposite <laughs> would be unethical, which is cheating. Gotcha. Um, okay, so the next one, fluid bonding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bondage is what threw me off. I got the fluid. The fluid to me means it's it's both ways. Like there's no when you're fluid you're just you can go with whatever happens. There there aren't any rules. It can be men, it can be women, it can be whatever. Okay. I have no idea. With the bonding thing, listen, if y'all really want me to go there, the bonding thing means that there's some handcuffs involved, there's a rope, um, there's something involved, and I am not... Well, let me take myself out of the (laughs) equation. And this person is not able to move. I don't know. What is it?
1: That was a good guess. But no. Thank you. There it is. There it is. You're going
0: to use that button a lot. (laughs)
1: it is so fluid bonding is choosing to not use barrier of protection during sex with a partner so it's it's wait, unprotected sex
0: so why does it have to be called fluid bonding why not fluid just unprotected sex
1: as in fluids bodily fluids
0: oh oh um, oh <laughs> i'm not going my brain is in work mode it's not in this other mode gotcha gotcha, gotcha it's okay gotcha. it's
1: that's fine. just
0: unprotected sex though y'all trying to get too creative <laughs> with these like come on now
1: yeah it's it's definitely not uh just for monogamous relationships or polyamorous relationships um it sounds but
0: very dangerous it, that that is not for me
1: yeah
0: it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that sound effect. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Definitely a dangerous activity, but it happens. And um, yeah. Okay. So, next one. Uh, compersion.
0: I have no idea. Compersion.
1: It's a weird word. I don't
0: even know what that word means, me so neither. I can't even take a stab. Give me the buzzer, because I, <laughs> I can't even take a stab at that one.
1: So we actually talked about this already, uh, and this is the opposite of jealousy. So this is when you experience joy, when your significant other is experiencing joy, getting attention, or oh. is sexually aroused.
0: Oh, well then yes, I, I subscribe to that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, All right. You uh, want one more? Sure. Okay, I'm learning today.
1: So, do you know what the difference is between a primary partner and a secondary partner?
0: I would like to say yes but based (laughs) on my history of this game I'm going to say no.
1: Okay. So a primary partner is usually a lot more close. Um, They are a lot more interconnected. They have That's what I thought. Yeah, mm. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: The, the actual words, it's the, the main person.
1: Exactly. The one
0: that gets the most of you.
1: They get the most of you. They're involved in the financial decisions. Secondary partner has a lot less uh, responsibility, mm. and a lot of times they just are, mm, not a lot of times, but they are the sexual partner uh, to a lot of people. They're mm-hmm. just the secondary right. partner.
0: Monica... Once again, I'd give y'all some old, some old school terms. Monica had a term for that secondary person. What was it? Side. You are a sideline. Ding. I'm going to let y'all fill in the blank. <laughs> Starts with the H. Santa Claus says it. You can figure it out from there.
1: <laughs> what a great hit. Yeah.
0: I mean, you got it from there, right? Do I <laughs> yeah, need a picture no. you want to draw? It on? Oh, okay. We got it. Uh, okay. We All definitely got I it. I love this, though. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. So you learned some stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I did. Okay. Good. All right. You're gonna learn (laughs) a lot. You're gonna learn a lot on this show. Yes. Another thing that we are going to we didn't do it this episode just because it's the first one out of the gate. We want you guys to get used to us and kinda see how the show flows. But we're also going just like on the Red Table Talk, we're gonna have Something like a fishbowl. There, there will be <laughs> some, some type of contraption. we got to see what the budget is. Some type of contraption just to, to pull questions out of, and we're gonna have a little round table, just like they do at the end of every show, just like they do on the Red Table Talk. So y'all can look forward to that, also.
1: Yes, I'm excited for that. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. So was there anything else in this episode that we did not discuss? I mean, we listen. We have uh, note after notes. note after note.
1: Oh, um. Let's see. Let's I see. Like let's see. I feel like we did. I feel like we covered it. We talked about a lot of things. Yes, yeah, we covered it. Um, I like that Thomas brought up the stereotype that men have uh, as far as other men having multiple wives or um, multiple uh, mm-hmm. partners and that it is all about sex and they kind of think of it as like this macho thing. But he said it's not like that and he actually hates it, which well, was
0: interesting. Well, let me also ask you this since we have a little extra time. Mm-hmm. Do you think that just in 2019 and moving forward, this is just the new normal. Is polyamory the new normal? Is it because? Because you know, a lot of times people love the older generation loves to criticize the young the youngins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, for me, I mean, I know I'm not old. I know you're not old. But when I say young, I'm talking like. Twenty-two and, uh, and younger, mm-hmm. they they love to say that you know they just don't like to commit to things or they can't commit to things. Social media, whatever, has has gotten them to a place where they can't commit. Do you think this is just the new normal, or do you think this is just like one of those fads?
1: Um, I guess neither. I, I think that it'll always be there. There will be a community for it. Some people will gravitate towards you know living their lives that way but i don't think it'll become the new normal i feel that most people are not okay with having mm. multiple partners mm-hmm. and prefer to just have their one partner yeah absolutely. what
0: about you i agree i yeah. think it's a, a little bit of the same i don't think it's going to be the quote unquote new normal i don't think there's going to be this mad dash of people that then decide that they're going to be um, in a polyamorous relationship i don't think any of that i just think that that's something that's semi-new, or at least it's at a place now where people want to talk about it. Um, So, yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, it's kind of been going on. I mean, like we said, Cherie, Jada, and Will have been doing this since, like, 96. So, it definitely is not new (laughs) for them. So, you know. I'm all for it. Yeah. So I will say, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the Red Table Talk After Show. Tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Well, you guys can find me on Instagram at Miss Tyler Simone. And then on YouTube, if you want to at Tyler McKinney
0: yeah and of course you can follow me on all social media at the Tyler Tyson I do want you guys to uh, chat with us in the chat room you can send us your questions and all of that and they will appear here on the show and we will answer most if not all of your questions <laughs> alright so thank you guys so much for tuning in again and we will see y'all again next week
1: Peace. bye bye yeah.